Welcome to Daily Audio Bible Chronological. I'm Jill. Today's the seventh day of January, and this means that you made it an entire week. And well, if you ask me, I think that's worth a celebration. Uh, what you want? A steak? A coffee? A nap? <laughs> All of the above? Find something that is uh, just a little something that says, well done. Commemorate this moment. You made it an entire week. And what a week it has been. We have covered a lot of ground here in the Old Testament. And just, just a little word of, of warning. Um, it's not a bad warning, but it's a warning. You're going to have to settle in here a bit. We're going to be in the Old Testament for much of the year. And then we'll turn that page from the Old Testament to the New uh, sometime. I'm not going to say when. A bit down the road, and you're going to feel the exhale on the page turn. Uh, so just just settle in here for a bit. Get some comfy shoes. It's going to be a journey. Get your thermos of water or your clean canteen for some hot coffee. But for now, on this day, well done. Well done on your first week. Let's jump into scripture. Today we're continuing the book of Job, reading chapters 14, 15, and 16. Today's the last day in the New Living Translation. And then when we transition from myself to my daughter, China, tomorrow she'll change translations and she will let you know all about that herself. Job chapter 14. How frail is humanity? How short is life? How full of trouble? We blossom like a flower and then wither. Like a passing shadow, we quickly disappear. Must you keep an eye on such a frail creature and demand an accounting from me? Who can bring purity out of an impure person? No one. You have decided the length of our lives you know how many months we will live. We are not given a minute longer. So leave us alone and let us rest. We are like hired hands. So let us finish our work in peace. Even a tree has more hope. If it's cut down, it will sprout again and grow new branches. Though its roots have grown old in the earth and its stump decays, at the scent of water it will bud and sprout again like a new seedling. But when people die, their strength is gone, their breath their last, and then where are they? As water evaporates from a lake and a river disappears in drought, people are laid to rest and do not rise again. Until the heavens are no more, they will not wake up nor be roused from their sleep. I wish you would hide me in the grave and forget me there until your anger has passed. But mark your calendar to think of me again. Can the dead live again? If so, this would give me hope through all of my years of struggle, and I would eagerly await the release of death. You would call and I would answer, and you would yearn for me, your handiwork. For then, you would guard my steps instead of watching for my sins. My sins would be sealed in a pouch and you would cover my guilt. But instead... 
as mountains fall and crumble, and as rocks fall from a cliff, as water wears away the stones and floods wash away the soil, so you destroy people's hope. You always overpower them, and they pass from the scene. You disfigure them in death and send them away. They never know if their children grow up in honor or sink to insignificance. They suffer painfully. Their life is full of trouble. Then Eliphaz, the Temanite, replied, A wise man wouldn't answer with such empty talk. You are nothing but a windbag. The wise don't engage in empty chatter. What good are such words? Have you no fear of God, no reverence for him? Your sins are telling your mouth what to say. Your words are based on clever deception. Your own mouth condemns you, not I. Your own lips testify against you. Were you the first person ever born? Were you born before the hills were made? Were you listening at God's secret council? Do you have a monopoly of wisdom? What do you know that we don't? What do you understand that we do not? On our side are aged gray-haired men much older than your father. Is God's comfort too little for you? Is his gentle word not enough? What has taken away your reason? What has weakened your vision that you turn against God and say all these evil things? Can any mortal be pure? Can anyone born of a woman be just? Look, God does not even trust the angels. Even the heavens are not absolutely pure in his sight. How much less pure is a corrupt and sinful person with a thirst for wickedness? If you will listen, I will show you. I will answer you from my own experience. And it is confirmed by the reports of wise men who have heard the same thing from their fathers, from those to whom the land was given long before any foreigners arrived. The wicked writhe in pain throughout their lives. Years of trouble are stored up for the ruthless. The sound of terror rings in their ears, and even on good days they fear the attack of the destroyer. They dare not go out into the darkness for fear they will be murdered. They wander around saying, where can I find bread? They know their day of destruction is near. That dark day terrifies them. They live in distress and anguish, like a king preparing for battle. For they shake their fists at God, defying the Almighty, holding their strong shields. They defiantly charge against him. These wicked people are heavy and prosperous. Their wastes bulge with fat, but their cities will be ruined. They will live in abandoned houses that are ready to tumble down. Their riches will not last and their wealth will not endure. Their possessions will no longer spread across the horizon. They will not escape the darkness. The burning sun will wither their shoots and the breath of God will destroy them. Let them no longer fool themselves by trusting in empty riches for emptiness will be their only reward. They will be cut down in the prime of life their branches will never again be green. They will be like a vine whose grapes are harvested too early, like an olive tree that loses its blossoms before the fruit can form. For the godless are barren. Their homes, enriched through bribery, will burn. They conceive trouble and give birth to evil. Their womb produces deceit. 
Then Job spoke again. I have heard all this before. What miserable comforters you are. Won't you ever stop blowing hot air? What makes you keep on talking? I could say the same things if you were in my place. I could spout off criticism and shake my head at you. But if it were me, I would encourage you. I would try to take away your grief. Instead, I suffer if I defend myself, and I suffer no less if I refuse to speak. Oh God, you have ground me down and devastated my family. As if to prove I have sinned, you've reduced me to skin and bones. My gaunt flesh testifies against me. God hates me and angrily tears me apart. He snaps his teeth at me and pierces me with his eyes. People jeer and laugh at me. They slap my cheek in contempt. A mob gathers against me. God has handed me over to sinners. He has tossed me into the hands of the wicked. I was living quietly until he shattered me. He took me by the neck and broke me in pieces. Then he set me up as his target, and now his archers surround me. His arrows pierce me without mercy. The ground is wet with my blood. Again and again he smashes against me, charging at me like a warrior. I wear burlap to show my grief. My pride lies in the dust. My eyes are red with weeping. Dark shadows circle my eyes, yet I have done no wrong, and my prayer is pure. O earth, do not conceal my blood. Let it cry out on my behalf. Even now my witness is in heaven. My advocate is there on high. My friends scorn me, but I pour out my tears to God. I need someone to mediate between God and me as a person mediates between friends. For soon I must go down that road from which I will never return. Father, we thank you for your word today. We thank you for this week that we've had here together in your word, individually, collectively, in community. I pray that as we go through your word together, that as we listen and hear and open our eyes to see and our ears to hear and our hearts to receive, that we will be transformed not by thinking about somebody else that this applies to, but hearing and applying what we need to change within and allowing the power of the Holy Spirit to come and change us from the inside out. I pray that as we listen and hear that you will lead us into all truth as you are all truth. And we now let go of the things of this week that we have left undone that are not ours to take into next week. We leave them at your feet without guilt, without shame. And we embrace all that is to come, all that is you. Thank you for meeting with us here. And I pray this now in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. It's been my joy, my honor to be here with you this week, introducing you to this beautiful community of people 
And I now hand you over to the beautiful, delicate, yet capable hands of my daughter, China Brown. And you are in for a treat. You'll meet her tomorrow, and I will be back with you the week after next. I'm Jill. Until then, love one another. Good morning, Daily Audio Bible Chronological family. Happy New Year. Um, this is Ule Buchu calling from the UK. Um, Debbie, your call was played today, the 4th of January. I think you were about a second or third call caller that was played. Um, you said um, you're pregnant at 22 and um, you don't know how to love yourself. You tried taking your life on Christmas Day. Well, Debbie, you do know how to love yourself. I'll start with that because if you didn't, you wouldn't call to request prayers. And that is the best thing you could ever do. The best request you could ever make is to ask the family of God to remember you in prayers, to lift you up when you cannot lift yourself up. We are here for you. We will continue to pray for you. And by the grace of God, you see, life has its ups and downs. When, when um, after um, Jill read the book of Job today, she said, one of the things she said was, sometimes we'll ask why the good, bad things happen to good people. Yeah, sometimes we ask ourselves, why do things we do not want or things that are not favorable happen to us? That is life. And that is where we anchor ourselves to God. We hold on to Him no matter what, no matter the tribulation, no matter the trials. We make mistakes, yes, we are human beings. But then we learn to move on from our mistakes and to make better choices. You have made a mistake. You are just human, but you do love yourself because for the fact that you have requested prayer and I promise you, we will stand with you. We will back you up in prayer. We will lift you up. And by the grace of God, I ask God for peace beyond understanding. God bless you, sis. Good morning, Debsy family. This is Lady of Victory on the morning of Wednesday, January 4th. And this message is from my dear sister, Debbie. Welcome. And thank you so much for reaching out. You are not alone. And we want you to know that we love you and we need you here. I want to tell you that Satan is a formidable enemy. His primary weapon is deception. And the lies that he tells us are powerful, but there is something even more powerful than Satan's lies, and that's the truth about who God says that you are and your identity in him. So we already know that from the first encounter in the garden to the present day that Satan has used deception to win our affections. Um, he influences our choices that way. He destroys our lives. And one way or another, every problem that we have in this world is the fruit of deception. And that's simply the result of believing something that isn't true. And you are worthy. And one of the lies that Satan tells us, it relates to women's worth. If we feel we're worthless and in, inferior, instead of accepting the truth of who God says we are, that because we are in Him, we are dearly loved children of God, then we will never change. If, if, if we can't uh, believe that we can change, that we'll go on, continue living in spiritual bondage. And if we believe that we're doomed to fail, we'll keep sinning and we'll be miserable, frustrated, unhappy women. But I'm going to tell you, Debbie, that through Christ you can change. So my prayer for you is 
Lord, I pray that you will show Debbie clearly any lies that she have believed about herself that the enemy has spoken to her. Then show her the truth that will set her free. God, I thank you for your word and I thank you for the Holy Spirit, which will point Debbie to the truth. Help her to walk in truth today and every day. Amen. Hello, DABC family. This is Diana from Florida, and I just want to pray for Debbie, who called in in the January 4th podcast. <sighs> Dear Heavenly Father, I come before you, Lord, and I just put Debbie into your hands right now. Debbie's 22 weeks pregnant, and she's highly depressed. She is lonely. She has a mental illness or some sort of illness called agoraphobia. And God, I just want to come alongside her and pray. Pray, Lord God, that you would surround her with people that love her and that you would allow her to find breakthrough, Jesus. Whatever stronghold is gripping her right now that isn't allowing her to receive love, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would break that right now. God, give her the love and help her receive it. Help her receive it, Lord Jesus, for she is deserving, she is worthy. Any feelings of unworthiness, I pray, Lord God, that you would that you would remind her to cast her cares upon you, for you care for her. You died on the cross of Calvary for her, for her sins. She is loved by you first and foremost, Father, and I just pray that you would help her be healed in this hour. We love you, Lord, and we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Greetings, the ABC family. My name is Chris. I'm from New York. Um, Happy New Year. It's January 4th, 2023. And I've been part of the ABC since last year, but this is my first time calling in. And I'm calling to pray for Debbie, the 22-year-old who is struggling with depression, um, loneliness. And I believe she said she tried to commit suicide. It really touched my heart. Um, So I'm going to pray for her. Lord, we bless you and thank you, Lord God, for your grace and mercy, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that we could come to your throne of grace, O Lord God, and that we could come boldly to the throne, Lord God, where we could receive grace and mercy, Lord God, and we know that you hear us when we call, Lord. And Father, I call upon you for Debbie right now that you will touch her wherever she's at, Lord God. I pray that you will lift her up and give her strength, oh Lord God, in the name of Jesus, Lord. You said to call upon your name in the day of trouble, oh Lord God. And I pray that she will call upon your name, oh Lord God. And Father, you said that a, a broken and contrite heart you will not despise, Lord God. So I pray, Lord God, that she's broken, that she's hurting, Lord God, that you will uh, reach her where she's at, Lord God. I pray that you will bring people around her, a community of believers who will love upon her and 
uh, show her the way and help her and lift her up, oh Lord God. I pray that she will be able to find uh, a church community, Lord God, that will help her to grow and uh, that she will continue to follow you, Lord God. I don't know where she's at with you and her faith, Lord God. I pray if she hasn't totally given her life over to you, Lord God, that she would choose this day, oh Lord God. But if she has, Lord God, I pray, Lord God, that you will show yourself mighty in her situation, oh Lord God, and turn things around. Bless her and do a work, Lord God, that she will see, oh Lord God, that these prayers, oh Lord God, are are, are what are important, Lord God, that she called on on us, Lord God, and, and reached out in faith, Lord God, and we were able to uh, pray for her, Lord. So, Debbie, we love you, um, and we continue to pray for you. God bless. Hey, family, it's Pam, his ransomed soul in New Jersey. Yeah, it's been a while since I made a vocal appearance here. I just listened to the January 4th podcast, and Debbie, first-time caller, I heard you, and my heart is very heavy and broken for you and for your situation. I hope this doesn't sound cliche, but please know that you are not alone, even though you are physically isolated. You have a family here at DABC. I have a wee bit of understanding about your phobia, as my sister-in-law suffered from it for years, and it's a debilitating thing. Please know that I'm praying for you and for the precious unborn child you're carrying. I'm also so very happy and thankful you did not succeed in taking your own life, and I beg you to please not try that again, Debbie. As someone who also struggles with depression, I can relate to how incredibly difficult it is to believe that you were made in the image of God and that you're cherished by Him, but please know that you are. Keep surrendering your life to Him every day. Even though I don't know you personally, as a sister in Christ, I love you. Father God, please send help and healing and hope to your daughter Debbie in whatever form, whatever manner you see fit, because you know what's best for her. Please remind her how much she is loved by you and by those of us here in the DABC family and show her how to love herself and to receive love. Please protect her and her unborn child, and please provide for her in every way imaginable. And I thank you, Lord, and praise you for how you're going to work this all out for Debbie. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Debbie, please keep calling in. Call in as often as you need to, honey. Keep reaching out to us here, but most of all, keep reaching out and holding on to Jesus.